You are now listening to the Fat Boys Breakup episode. This is Sparta! This episode of the Fat Boys Breakup is brought to me in part by dflowers.com. With Valentine's Day quickly approaching, let dflowers.com be your one-stop shop for all your flower arrangements and bouquet needs. Nothing says I totally forgot mediocre, last-minute, generic, thoughtless gifts like ordering from dflowers.com. Use promo code DUDOWN for 69% off on your next flower order. dflowers.com, where the flowers die, but the D lasts forever. First the fat boys break up. Now every day I wake up. That's right, I said it. I'm ready to back up everything I'm saying, and I'm through talking. This is beautiful. What is that? Velvet? It's the real deal. If it isn't the most diabolical haters this side of the Mississippi. Say something else. Help me. Help me. What is going on, beautiful people, beautiful people, what is going on? This is the Fat Boys Breakup, where we speak on the unspeakable, debate the undebated. It's two guys who love to disagree. It's not about who's right, but it's about who's wrong. And this podcast is dedicated to all the side chicks who are not even going to bother that dude on Valentine's Day, because you already know he with his main chick. We appreciate y'all. Hey, give me something real funky so I can tell the people who I am. You already know who it is. This is your boy, Fat Boy Mac, a.k.a. Mac Dynamite, a.k.a. the Chuck Berry of commentary, the Barry Gordy of telling the story. But as always, with me in the Fat Boy studio, his claim to fame came by pleading with the people to delete their Black Planet account because he's the most decorated podcaster in all of history. His sole purpose in life is to keep his daughter off the pole. You know him. You love him. Mr. Fat Boy, That's not your purpose in life? <laughs> That's a good purpose in yeah, life. Yeah, man. You got to keep her off the pole. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Cool, man. What you been up to? Uh, trying to make the dollars fold. Man, you sound you struggling like you. <laughs> like you've been through it. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm that's, good. That's it's good to be up, back man. in the studio. Yeah, man. Hey, tell the people where they can find us on social media. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at Fat Boys Break Up. You can find us on Twitter or Tweeter at Fat Boys Break Up. You can also find us on Facebook, Fat Boys Break Up. Cool, cool, cool. Do we have iTunes? Yes, iTunes for all you Apple folks. Go on there and put in Fat Boys Break Up. You'll find the latest and greatest episode. Are we on Stitcher? Yes, we are. We are on there. Fat Boys Break Up for all you Android users. You can watch, not watch, but listen to us in two times, five times the speed. Are we on Tinder? No. <laughs> Do we have a black planet? No. Hey, let the people know how they can become a fot or a friend of the show. Yes, if you were inquiring on how you can become a fot, all you have to do is like a post, listen to a podcast, and there you have it. You have been fodertized. All right, man, let's give the people what they want. This is lies, rumors, false propaganda. What did you say? I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us straight. Run amok. Erroneous. 
Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. Come on, then I wish you stop lying, man. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. You can handle it. Rapid Fire. Let's get into it, man. All right. As you guys know, if you're a fought or a friend of the show, Rapid Fire is when I just bring random topics to Mr. Fatboy J.O. to get his candid responses um, to these topics. So we're going to start with Rob Gronkowski. Um, First of all, shout out to the Eagles uh, for defeating the Patriots. Yes. Um, Well, before we get into Rapid, why did it seem like it was black against white? With the, you know what I'm saying? The Patriots is being no, white. Yeah. And hey, to me, Tom Brady is still the greatest quarterback. Can't take anything away from him. But why does it feel that way? Yeah, I think, um, well, Eagles, it seems like, well, I don't know. Eagles, you got Philadelphia, you know, Seoul. It's just they, the city. You think it's just the cities? Yeah, but I've seen some white folks rapping Eagles hard. So I can't Did really say. Did you see the guy who ate horse? No, I thought you were talking about the guy in the church. He was the Eagles. uh, He was in the church, and um, they was doing like it was a Philadelphia church, and they had a white dude. He had one of those leather uh, NFL jackets, Uh and they were doing the chant. Um, They were doing the chant, uh, the Eagles chant in the service. He was a white guy, and then there was a black church, and they was like spelling it out. It was pretty hilarious. You had to look it up on Instagram. Was this part of like their praise and worship? It, sound, it definitely sounded like it. All so, right. um, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. while he was playing in the Super Bowl, his house got robbed. Great time to rob someone. That is the perfect time yes. to rob someone. Why doesn't that happen more? I think um, I would have to say you have to be dumb not to have extra security around your house. The big ballers. Uh, yeah. That happened to him. They were at um, one of the games. I don't know if really? it was. Um, I don't know if they were the L.A. game or at one of the A.U. games, but they knew it was impossible for one of them to be at home because they had the mm-hmm. L.A. game, had A.U. game. It was impossible. Their house got broken too. Their older home, not their newer one. Here's how, how hard the fans of the Patriots go for their team. Okay. This is actual. We don't fact check, but to my knowledge, the police said when we catch these guys, uh-huh. or whoever's responsible, we're going to tie them to the goalpost. This is the police, the authorities. Uh-huh. We're going to tie them to the goalpost and let Rob Gronkowski power spike the football up their anus. That's when you know that if you're Tom Brady, if you're Bill Belichick, you can shoot somebody in the words of D Trump. You can shoot somebody in the face. Yeah. You can get away with murder. And that's crazy. Unless you're Hispanic. Wow. (laughs) So you said Hernandez didn't have the Patriot treatment? Nah, he was too thuggish and gay. All right. A man beats up his girlfriend. Nothing new. Nothing new mm-hmm. on the surface of that. You just hear that. It's like, oh, man, domestic violence. Yeah, right. All right. Brace yourself. Okay. Man beats up his girlfriend. Here's the twist. His girlfriend had no arms or no legs. <laughs> You're laughing. Why are you laughing? This is true. Google it, people. Google this stuff. If it's fake, 
then blame Google. Okay. This is out there. So a man beats up his girlfriend. Yes. That had no arms or no legs. No legs. And I, I haven't read the article. Okay. But I believe I know why she never left them. <laughs> <laughs> she was not going to walk out of this man's life. Wow. But really, how shameful. <laughs> how shameful could this yeah, man be? That, like, I mean, like she wasn't throwing back. Like the only thing she could do was spit on him. Like she could just spit, yell, spit, or just you know wobble, wobble with it. That's crazy. It's bad. But I I would advise her to really think about uh, getting out of a relationship. I don't know who she can call. He needs to be. He needs to be killed. I he mean, needs to be hung on the goalpost. Yeah. That that. Speaking of hung. Yes. All right. I hope you I hope you go into the story that I read. I don't know. Glee star. Okay. No. Um. And no. All means rapid fire is open. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. The star of Glee. His name is Mark. I don't know his name. Okay. Um. He was charged in the child pornography case. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay. Um. Then he committed suicide and hung himself once. I guess he got charged. All right. Um, really no jokes about that. I mean, I think, you know, your demons catch up with you, but at the same time, um, I don't, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, my thing is child pornography is something in itself. Like, you know, if they want to put some investigation and start doing things, they should really, really crack down on uh on that because somebody has to record it now i was reading an article on um uh it was about i guess some kids it was like 15 year old kids mm-hmm. they um was at a party had sex okay normal kids they pulled out their phones recorded it everyone who shared the video was charged with having possession and and uh sharing child pornography i don't agree with well they did it through Facebook Messenger. So if someone sent it to you and you resent it, then you were going to be charged. And that's going to be on your record. Well, here, th- that's like, and I'm not advocating for any pedophiles. I'm not advocating right. for any of that stuff. But that's like if you, and I know several people who have been charged or they're registered as a sex offender mm-hmm. because they was playing basketball at a school. Right. And just took a leak at the school. And it was like exposing yourself. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, do we want to group them with the guys who's out there or the people who's out there? It definitely has to be. uh, You have. You got to have some misdemeanors, felonies and stuff like that. Uh, If you expose yourself, because everybody knows in sports. Uh, especially male, mm-hmm. you use the bathroom where you can. Yeah, you know if it's basketball, you out. Coach got you running. You just run behind something. Use the bathroom. Football, you just do it. Uh, baseball, same thing. All sports, you do it that way. But uh, when it comes down to it, you can't have someone. Even if you go back before cell phone days uh, with kids. I mean, at the during those ages, you expose yourself or sent pictures and all that stuff before that. That is a form of they saying of um, if it's not consent to sending um, child pornography, and it's just a little bit different in, in that situation. But for the Glee star, Mark Mark Salling is his name. When you have uh, 
kind of like uh, the subway dude, uh, Jared, when you're at that point and you say, hey, I have a problem. You watching kids have sex. You have some mental issues. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, let me just read like um, Soling reached a plea agreement. Uh, filed with the U.S. District Attorney, he was uh, he was charged in sentence. No, he was facing four to seven years in prison. That's with, it. Exactly, with twenty years supervised release. I guess would he be considered a uh, a sex offender? Yeah, sex offender. Okay. Yeah. Um, and his sentence was scheduled for March the 7th. He reached a plea agreement filed with the U.S. District Court for Central District of California, where he pleaded guilty to one felony count of possession of child pornography um, involving um, involving a minor. Um, the filing states that there were more than 50,000 images and videos of child por- porn and erotica were found on his laptop in addition to about 4,000 photos and 160 videos of child porn on a USB flash drive. Oh, man. So he was... He was in deep. Like, you just don't delete stuff? (laughs) So we want to see these people dead or we want to see just... So I feel... I I still feel like it was a cop-out. Like, I mean, he's dead, but... He, I mean, he took his own life, which yeah. is not. I mean, justice is served. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna burn up for the rest of his life. But the uh, major issue is the government or whoever investigated these things. It's allowing it to get too deep. Like he had fifty thousand of these things, a USB drive. It has to be a point where okay, you watch one video, we're not gonna arrest you. Mm-hmm. But if you watch five. So and let me you hit let me, save. You're done. Let me ask you this, because um, we I think uh, the whole net neutrality. Yes. Thing. Mm-hmm. Now, is that them monitoring like in a way uh, controlling the speeds and rates of different sites, depending on those sites? So you could anything uh, has child pornography in it. You can make be, it run super slow. But it's device. not. Why? If it's because I'm not really. I don't know what net neutrality is, but I'm just guessing. Why can't they just take that off the Internet? Well, they should. I mean, that's where you just to have just the same way you can buy a fake Gucci bag. Mm -hmm. They have the uh, black pages of the Internet. Well, I got you. There's dark, deep uh, areas of the Web where I got you. You get a link. You can go to it. Kind of like when people say, oh, you can go watch this movie for free if you go to this site. They don't find out about it until it gets exposed. Gotcha. Um, So that's kind of the way it is. But I think it should be more uh, patrolling on what is out there. Because nowadays with kids, with with the pretty much uh, apps in their pocket, they can pretty much get a hold of anything and watch anything online. So they can be exposed to anything. So it should be more control and limitations on those um, those devices. Yeah. With that being said, we're not responsible for anything that happens on the Nobody Loves Me app. Um, <laughs> you you had something that you wanted to, yeah. Um, th- was talking about the hanging, and an eight year old biracial boy uh, was hung and um, by a rope in I think it was New Hampshire, and the whole story took place where they were playing in the backyard. 
Um, and it was him and some other kids and some teenagers. Okay. Uh, they were playing. There was a, a tire swing and a rope. The kids were calling him names, um, uh, racial slurs, blah, 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 as they were playing. The teenagers then uh, took the rope around his neck, and then they pushed him off the table. He hung there for, you know, and swung there for a little while, and then finally was able to free himself. So now, at this point, the police officers in the area, once the, uh, they came and did the investigation, no adults were there. Everybody uh, told the story. They said that the kids were playing not a big deal and that these kids should be, you know, need to take it easy on these kids. How, how old was the biracial kid? He was eight. And the other kids were in their set teenagers. So whose story was told? Was it the eight year olds who said about the the racial slurs or whatever? Uh yes, the eight year old. So why why so either they well I know people from New Hampshire, so I wanna <laughs> tread lightly here. Yeah. Um it's not the most colorful state, if you know what I mean. Right. Or a colorful place. Um why isn't this a hate crime or attempted murder? And and that's where um, that's where our society and our uh, judicial system fails people of color or people of just having justice. Because in the same sense, you could have uh, someone else who uh, did the same thing against someone else, and they're going to charge that person to the fullest extent. Now you have these kids who, um, you know, probably in a wealthy neighborhood or something, whatever, uh, Patriots fans, and um, <laughs> they're sitting there and push the kid off a table with a, a, a noose. What was there. the rope tied to? It was tied to a tree. So it was a tire swing, put it around his neck, and then pushed him off the table. You cannot play around like that. You know what that, you know what it does. Why are they even say saying that they were playing? That's not playing. No, it's attempted murder. That's attempted murder. And it's a Especially at that age. At that age, you know what's going to take place. And if a 14, 15-year-old black kid, he's getting tried as an adult. It's so many teens. A two-year-old black kid would. Get tried as an adult. Like, well, he should have known better. Um, that's horrible. Yeah. And it's a problem because nowadays this kid, he didn't die. Uh, but for the police to come back I and say he, things like that, that's the issue. My thing, my biggest problem with that outside of the, you know, such a heinous act that they did is the fact that he now knows what racism is. Yeah. Because we talked about it before. The re, the way to cure it is to teach that it doesn't exist. Everybody's right. the same. But now he now has been introduced to because I'm biracial, I'm different. Or people, right. Well, you're not different. But people look at you as if you're not as good as them or just because you're biracial. Uh, that's attempted murder, man. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think if it was uh, white versus black, black versus black versus white, white versus Mexican, Mexican versus black, Italian versus whatever, no matter what the color is, the, the law and the crime still is the same. And you have to be able to. Uh, penalize that person and have justice the same way equal across the board. If not, then we cannot think that our justice system is going to be equal for for all people. 
Um, so why that message should be preached across the board. That message should be in the State of the Union address, yeah. which was a joke. Yeah. Um, but it has to get to a point where lawyers can then go back and say, well, because of the case in New Hampshire, my 14 year old uh, African-American, my 14 year old Hispanic, my 14 year old whatever uh, Asian person cannot be tried as an adult because 14 or 12 year old kids in New Hampshire was not charged because they were playing. They were playing with a BB gun. All right. So let me let me. So you're on the side that they shouldn't be tried as an adult. No, I'm I'm or on the teens, side. Period. I'm on the side that if you're gonna if you're not gonna charge them for being uh being adults, then you can't do it in South uh no, no, South I'm, Philly. I'm asking you. Well, Philly is jacked up. Well, well, you like can't do it in South Carolina. No, I understand what you're saying, but what side of you, of it are you on? Are you on? You shouldn't be tried as an adult as a teen. Like take no, race as a depending on depending on the um. The severity of it depends on when you are charged for adult. Any time where you almost took the life of someone, I think you should be tried as an adult. If you make an adult decision, then you should be tried as an adult. Well, what's considered an adult decision? If you push, if you push somebody off a table with a noose around your neck, you did some grown folk stuff. Now, if you drop, if you were playing, if you were playing with something, drop it, and it and something fell and broke, and then the person fell on that and they got hurt, you can't charge that person for attempted murder. Because it was an accident. This was not an accident. It's a big difference between you, um, you know, accidentally running and hitting somebody with your car versus you saying, you know what, I'm about to run them over. Now, if somebody does that, if a kid accidentally hits somebody with a car, he shouldn't be tried as an adult. But if he then say, I'm about to run them over, no, you should be tried for an adult. It's a difference. It's a difference between intent. Your intent was to cause. The problem. It, it sounds as though you're being biased to black people or people of color when you say this, though, because if it and I'm I mean, well, I mean, you're black. So, no, yeah, no, 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 I'm not taking I'm, offense to it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, so if these kids were black, they should be charged. For, they should be charged as adults as adults. Yes. So that's the side you stand on it. Like, yeah. Depending should, on the crime. It should be. Yeah. I'm what, saying what's it should the be age of the kids? Uh, yeah. Of accountability as an adult. Uh, I think if you high got, schoolers, if yeah, if you have your own Instagram account, if you have your own <laughs> Facebook page, you're posting on your own and making your own posts and hashtags. You know, it has to get to a point. I was talking with someone and um, and the whole hashtag thing. Okay, it it not only dilutes movements, but it can empower as well. Right, that, that's that's definitely true. Um. I can put something in me being a nobody. I'm not saying I'm a nobody. Right. I you got know, you. Um, you know, I'm not active on social media. I'm not, you know, I think if I really tried, I think I have a good enough personality where I can garner a, a lot of followers. Yeah. I just choose not to. Um, you can put something out there mm -hmm. and put a hashtag to it and it becomes part of a thread. Right. Right. So yeah. therefore, if your voice gets out there. Mm hmm. Now, the responsibility is on who? And I'm going to tie this in. Okay. Is it on the people who created the hashtag? You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. No, because the thing is, once you put out the voice, a lot of people speak. And I'll put this as a prime example. Uh, 
like 50 cent mm-hmm. people use 50 cent hashtag on topics that has nothing to do with him oh you're 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 still in my message okay Richard. all yeah. right sorry all right so well let me ask you this uh how how do you feel about justin timberlake's super bowl performance trash okay it was terrible let's rewind okay how do you feel about justin timberlake i think it's a great artist what was trash about his performance it wasn't exciting to me like i it was a it's a super bowl performance like i know he didn't bring did anybody you expect out. to see hear new song like it, it just to me i was like hearing his like when you say oh justin timberlake has a new album out Okay, his his album was trash. Yeah, so that means at this point, I'm not expecting anything but some but old, you, old but songs. Yeah, he's a legacy act. Okay, let so me let me bring somebody out with you to make it even more exciting. They they paid to get Justin. They got Justin. You, now give somebody else uh, ten thousand dollars to pay to make it make people Who? go crazy. Who bring his old group out in sync? In sync with that, everybody would went crazy to see them come back together. You gonna do a tribute to Prince? Okay, so Sinbad put the hashtag out there. Okay, because Sinbad, where is he at? I'm not. I'm not speaking on anybody's relevance. Justin is a icon. He he's he's a great he's a great artist. He hasn't achieved iconic status. I I didn't say that. I'm I'm asking. I'm I'm asking questions. I'm not. I would say yes. So. He's crossed over. What was wrong? I thought his performance outside of the Prince tribute. It was lackluster. It wasn't. To me, it wasn't good. Compared to what? He creased the Jordans, too. You didn't see that? Those threes were fresh. I don't care what it was. He creased them, though. Hey, he was dancing. What you expect? No, I'm talking about when he bent the tie shoe. Like, every shoe person know you don't put that shoe on. Well, the reason I brought up the hashtags, Mm -hmm. they're now saying. And a lot of people feel how you feel about his performance. Okay, yeah. They saying he's now a culture vulture where he's stealing from black culture. Now, you can't say that now and then love him. Right. Because he's been, Justin's been the same. And I don't understand what they, what they mean stealing from the black culture because he's taking things from our culture and then reusing culture the appropriate. What is it? Whatever it's called. I don't know. Where you still now? I mean, I don't agree with that. You got to rock with what 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 you vibe with. Like if you take if you take if you look at it and say, "Oh, I love something from that culture," you can't tell me that uh, African American artist hasn't looked to listen to classical music and said, "Oh, yeah, you know, I like that melody or whatever," and then had inspiration or something behind it. But his whole style. Is so we're gonna say a um, rip of Usher. I I love that, Justin. That, that is true. I love Justin, but so he'll be the white Usher. But why do we have to put a color to to it though? Well, if you saying he's a rip of, so who would be um, the black Eminem, or is it just black Eminem? So Eminem is white, but is he a black version of you know? I think he's just Eminem. You see what I mean? Eminem, Eminem is not famous because he is, but he's not because he's white. You see what I mean? If you were, if he was a 
by himself alone, his words would speak for itself. But because he's white and he does that, if you said who's the top five uh, MCs or lyricists, we can't have that conversation on here. <laughs> Eminem, where where does he um, rank for you? As far as a technician, just rhyming. Yes, rhyme schemes and uh, compiling it together. Just he's, flow. He's dead or alive. He's the goat when it comes to that. Okay. I mean, it's only a handful of those guys, of those unicorns, when it comes to that. We're not talking about song making. No, we're not. We're talking about- his songs are trash. A lot of his songs are trash. Yeah. But we're talking about him looking at this blue piece of paper and and can make anything make sense. You'd be like, oh. He's the goat, but that's not a black thing. Rapping is not, it, it can be considered that. But like hip hop, hip hop culture, like um, they say, you know, Muhammad Ali was, you know, hip hop culture. Like they put it. I mean, James Brown is hip hop culture. So you're saying that uh, Justin Timberlake took from the black culture to make himself. But it, the thing is, black people are not buying music, though. Justin's greatness lies yeah. in the fact that he's white. And he's doing that. Eminem's greatness lies in the fact that he's white and he's doing that. So you're saying if Justin and this was not just white, me. he would just be um, Mario. Look how Mario's dope. Don't you, <laughs> friend of the show, Mario. I'm not going to let him talk about you like that. y'all don't know who Mario is, wow. can I braid your hair? Wow. So, so we, we have, um, what was the guy's name who got sued? By um, Robin, Robin, Robin Thick. Now, a soul singer. How many white soul singers do you know of? Don't worry, I'll wait. No, no, no. My point exactly. How many white rappers do you know outside of the Beastie Boys? Um, old Vanilla boy was Ice. whack. Vanilla was whack. Oh, Eminem. You got like Macklemore, you got, and even with the Macklemore thing, he stole an award from Ken. That's oh, neither here nor there. Yeah, I don't want to get into that, but he did. Um, but I think with Justin, um, who else you can't, I mean, I would want to see Chris Brown at the, at the Super Bowl. I don't think the Super Bowl would do it. Chris Brown is the greatest I, entertainer of all time, for one. Okay. Shout out to whoever want to come on this podcast and challenge me about that. <laughs> I the, think they would have been better like doing um, a 90s or having multiple artists come in for like one minute, two minute segments and just boom, boom, bam. Here, here's the thing with you. You need somebody with a catalog. Right. Now, that can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um. Chris Brown has the catalog, but the the reason why he won't do it is the same reason they wouldn't let Kevin Hart on that stage. <laughs> like, he'd just be too turnt. It won't. Kevin Hart looked bad when he was trying to get up. I'm glad that happened to him, though. Yeah. Celebrities a, need to know, know their place. He doesn't do a good job apologizing, though. Like, he's, he looked like a little kid, like, 
you know how like the, uh, the seniors was going somewhere and he was like no I want to go too he looked like a little he, little he, baby brother that was trying to he, he thinks go to the he's store. bigger and I I mean I rock with Kevin Hart you're not a fan of his I rock with Kevin Hart he's funny but to a certain extent so what would he say would he get on the stage I mean that but he's at to my my point on this, like you were asking, like you were related to one of the guys, like I'm trying to figure out why you were on the field. He's from Philly. I think it's the same thing when Little Mama got up there with Jay Z and and uh, Alicia Keys. I mean, you from she was from New York. She was in the moment. His team just won the Super Bowl, but who let him on the field? Like you had to get part somebody. Let, some it, Roscoe was over there. It was like, his, oh, Kevin, yeah, go ahead. His status got him onto the field, right? Kevin Hart, but that big old, uh, big old dude was like, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my job is like the ugly chick at the club. We got <laughs> like, nah, we ain't but, let nobody in right but now. But you see, the dude was carrying the trophy, yeah, like, move, little <laughs> move. He <laughs> was like, move. Let me ask you this, um, and we about to get into our main topic, for okay? Today. Um, Let's 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 stay on comedians first. Though, All right, really quick. How do you feel about? Um, I call them legacy acts. And speaking of black culture and stuff like that, Martin, the Martin Show was a huge part of like my. I loved Martin. Yes, they're Watched thinking about the exactly. I can name. I can honestly say I probably seen every episode. I can. Um, they're thinking about remaking it. And I think they actually, they may have started filming already. Who's going to be Tommy? That's my point. How, I mean. I guess he got a job and moved away. Wow. Not God, trying God to, bless the dead. Not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying. How, how, what do you think about it? Because they're bringing back Roseanne. Oh, my gosh. I used to hate that show. Yeah. But I love John Goodman. But I think, um, I think it's a good idea. Because I, um, I, I I'm hoping that it'll be. I'm hoping that it's gonna be successful. You know what happens? They brought back um, what's that one show uh, from uh, TGI Friday? They gave it a, a, a Boy Meets Girl. Yeah, with uh, that was Boy Meets World was the show. It was Boy Meets Girl is horrible. Uh, Topanga. Listen, man. <laughs> but anyway, was she mixed? I don't know what she was. She looked like a cat. God Almighty. Topanga is bad. I'm a Google Topanga. Wow. All right. Good luck with that. I'm trying to figure out who came up with that name, though. It was some black writers in there. That. I, ain't uh, never, I have never heard of anybody else named Topanga. Her name matched her, though. She had to have, like, a name to look like that. <laughs> she yo. was Safarian. Yo. Topanga. Topanga was bad. So you, you, you think it's a good idea? I, I think it is. I think this is the time to they try gonna, it. They're going to ruin it for... This is this is the equivalent of um, Jordan playing for the Wizards. Like you're gonna ruin. I would like to see Rap City in the basement come back. That's different though. But I actually I wouldn't. No, I don't want to hear none of these whack rappers in the basement. As right I now. said that when you said that, I was like, no, I don't want to hear. It. Why is this a good idea? I think um, with TV shows, uh, if you look at the TV shows like Blackish, mm-hmm. uh, Grownish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of representation of uh, comedy black shows. Um, now, 
And I understand. None, none of so those classic. shows have a, a benchmark or a something I look back to to compare it to. As soon as I see it, the first thing, if he gets the intro wrong, right? like the Martin, I'm the man. Like, I don't even know they're going to, they probably won't even use it. They can't, it's so much stuff you can't do. I don't want the new generation and people like. He, I, is he going to be at the radio station? No, he he moved to with Gina. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the story? Like, where is Pam? Where yeah. is Cole? Because I'm glad they made up. All all three yeah. of them. Made. I'm glad. I seen the pictures on Instagram. I was really happy. I I, I would definitely tune in. I think it would be. I'm not watching. You're gonna watch it just to be able to know. You gotta watch it for the homework for the show. But the thing is, like Thursday nights back in the day, you you can't do that anymore with a a show no. like. With Blackish, they don't had two different days that they, it's like it can't be on Netflix because I don't want to. No, I just don't. A bowl, a bowl of Cheetos, and Martin. Like Martin was and to me, Martin. He's probably with what he's done in movies, mm-hmm. probably one of the most decorated comedians of all time. Speaking of, yeah, the most decorated. Comedians of all time. Speaking of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> your girl Monique. Not my girl. Big on the top, little on the bottom. No neck. Just nasty, like always complaining, Monique. Yeah. She said. She reminded me of the, um, you know, that cartoon character. Uh, it was the big rooster, the big hand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she reminded me of. Now. She said, in in layman's terms, delete your Netflix because, you know, they, just because of uh, feminism or whatever she said. Um, None of that bothers me because we're used to that with her. Right. And nobody's going to delete Netflix. Nobody has deleted. Nobody will delete it. Um, They say that with actors, like, the roles that you do your best in or that you may win awards for are those that you act true to yourself. Okay. With her winning for Precious, mm-hmm. it's because that's who she really is. A bitter, angry black woman. Abused. Now, the last time we heard from her, she was talking bad about Oprah, Tyler Perry, and Lee Daniels. Before that, she was talking bad about Lee Daniels for not putting on Empire. So her thing is... Good job, Lee. Yeah, I commend you. Because she definitely couldn't be cookie. She can eat something. Be a cookie monster. (laughs) So... How do you feel about... She do look like a cookie, though. Wow. With the little spots on her face. How... Because I got a whole different story mm-hmm. from the story that she gave. Okay. That, oh, Netflix offered me 500000 to do a special. She should have jumped all over it. Yeah. $500,000, half a million dollars. So. For an irrelevant comedian. You have no, it's not a Me Too movement. We, you're, you're, we don't fact check. No. Now, I'm okay with her saying she's the most decorated comedian of all time because that holds no weight. She should boast her own self. She can't hold her own weight. Wow. It's two problems I have. Mm-hmm. First problem is Netflix didn't call you. Mm-hmm. You called Netflix. Okay. That changes everything. Yeah, it does. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. Two, 
your husband is your manager and your publicist and everything. Guess he won't be getting up for Valentine's Day. But think about it, though. Now, she's standing with him. Like, you got to step in and say, listen, you wild. That's all he got to say. Like, she need to put that job on D.com for new <laughs> Look up somebody else can help her out. How 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 is it that she feels this way? What's her resume? Like, to be the most decorated, like comedian of all time you're overlooking eddie murphy you're and then you're comparing yourself to dave chappelle yeah like and what's the other girl and chris rock and amy schumer yeah a lot of people don't like her I, I, i'm not a fan of amy schumer but how much would you have paid monique to do a special uh well bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i'll pay him bitcoin I would probably for Netflix whatever um, whatever Nick Cannon got wow I mean Monique $500,000 for for uh, one special she she should have took that and ran because I probably would have offered her uh Probably a good cool five. Five what? Five, five grand for a 30, 30 minute special. Like, I'm about to pay you $5,000 for a 30 minute stand up. And if you don't want to, it's cool because I don't think anybody's going sign to sign up to go say, go listen to that. Now she may have some weight now. Wow. Because I think with her going against Netflix like that, she can go on Hulu and probably get about $10,000 just to talk junk about Netflix. But does this make her special or whatever she has anticipated now? No. I mean, you're irrelevant. You're, you're irrelevant altogether. So that's that's like somebody coming up from your past. You weren't even in my life long enough to be able to even say anything. Yeah. Like you don't have any weight to talk. And for her, like, okay, you were funny uh, back then. And like I said this uh, about her, she's a black comedian. Yeah. When you talk about great comedian comedians, you drop the name, you drop black. Like we were talking about Eminem. Yeah. He's a great rapper. Yeah. He's a great white rapper. But guess what? He's a great rapper. Yeah. When it comes to Monique, you are an accomplished black comedian that got into some movies and you got one movie and you did real well. That's the only movie you did well with. And you took uh, the award from Precious, who should have won. Gabrielle, that's her name? Uh, uh, Ada Biscuit. <laughs> Gabrielle Ada Biscuit. Uh, she said she don't care. She gonna go and get on her private uh, plane and cry. Hey, more to power a, to her. To a box of Popeyes. And wow. then she said, psych, I'm happy living my dream life. But you can't tell me that you feel like you most decorated and you don't you ain't you ain't doing a she can make me laugh, but she ain't gonna make me laugh for a special. I I I didn't enjoy her. Never have, didn't like the show the Parkers, didn't like I didn't, man. It to me it wasn't funny. Now yeah. that's just me. Well, I doubt let them bring that back on Netflix. <laughs> See what they get. Nah, man, they can't bring. No, they wouldn't bring that back. Now, you bring out hang, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. 
I used to watch that. Wow. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. The thing with those those shows is that those guys were so much different than the characters that they played. Yeah. Because, what was his name? DC Curry? Mark Curry? Yeah. Whatever. He was the most vulgar comedian ever. Man, he out here like a father figure. Yeah. Bob Saget on Full House. Yeah. The most raunchiest comedian ever. So I think they're brilliant showed in those shows there. Um, with Monique, I think she's hurting the black movement. And yeah. what I say by that is every time we hear or see from you, hear you, see you, you're always tearing another black person down yeah. to get ahead. The whole crab, uh, crabs in a barrel, crabs in a bucket thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and for one, stop comparing yourself with other people. Right. You're not them. Yeah. You, you're not, can't, I mean, and Amy Schumer, she was hot out here in these streets. Yeah. So whether you like her or not, Monique, what have you done lately? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm willing to trade her probably for George. Lopez? Zimmerman. <laughs> they can have her. We could, we'll could. trade her. I don't, don't think we need her in the black race. It's that bad. Between her and OJ, we can switch one of them. And you know what is really bad? Is when white people have to step up and say... <laughs> What we should be said to her. Hey, play the clip, man. Whew. Man, Monique don't stop. She blames everybody. It's Oprah, it's Tyler, it's Lee Daniels, it's Netflix. Now it's Will Packer. She went too far when she started blaming Will Packer on shit. That's my friend. That's my homeboy. Will Packer's done more for black actors and actresses than just about anybody in the last 10 years. I mean, he is basically showing Hollywood that black movies have a mainstream market. I mean, Takers, Think Like a Man, Ride Along, Stomp the Yard, Girl Strip. I mean, the dude is basically changing the game, and now you're going to say he's against you. When, honestly, he put you in a movie almost Christmas when nobody was putting you in movies. And he stuck his neck out, and he went to bat for you. And now you're throwing him under the bus. I'm not going to sit back and let you slander my friend's name like that. Will Packer is a good, good person. That's a good brother, man. He helped change my life. So I ain't going to sit back and let you slander his name, Monique. Sometimes you got to take accountability for yourself. It's you. It's you. What can you do to change things? Stop blaming everybody else for your shit, man. Come on, Monique. Shit's getting old. <laughs> All he had to do was end it with nickel. For real. And then that's how you just take up a collection plate. Bang, bang, bang. Hey, are you tired of being the third wheel on Valentine's Day? Do you need a date for the big day? Forget your ex. Your next is in the palm of your hand. Download the new Nobody Loves Me app, powered by Intel. Sign up before Valentine's Day and receive a two for 20 coupon from Outback with the complimentary Bloomin' Onion. Don't have dependable transportation? Not to worry. We're offering free Uber rides for the first 13 people to sign up. And for all the Android users out there, we have something special for you. If you want to get on the good foot and do the bad thing, sign up today and receive a complimentary pack of the reversible condom invented by Fatboy JL. Nobodylovesme.com. Forget your ex. Your next is in the palm of your hand. The Fatboy's breakup is not responsible for any babies conceived and STDs contracted, all wages or heartbreak due to the endeavors from Nobody Loves Me Out. 35 cents! Good Lord! There's a lot of 
money. Maybe, now just maybe, maybe if we didn't spend all our money on rims, we might have some to invest. I said I would, but the way my bank account is set up, the thing is, I got a checking in the savings, but all the money is in my savings. So I gotta switch it to my checking, but it's gonna take three business days. I don't, I don't think it's gonna go through. As you guys should know by now, when it comes to this, any and everybody can get it. Your matter of fact, hey, drop that Otis for me. This week, this month, this year, never should have gave them niggas money goes out to no other than Michigan State University, the Spartans. You let Larry Nasser do his thing, and when I say do his thing, he was doing his thing real proper for a long time. Tom Izzo, the head basketball coach. Forget that you let somebody named Mateen Cleaves be point guard on your team. We're talking about the alma mater of the great Magic Johnson, but... When Adrian Payne came to you and told you that, yeah, she wanted to leave and I can understand why she felt like she couldn't, but he remained on the team. You hear that, Otis? Tom is up. And you have the nerve to say that you ain't gonna retire. Matter of fact, you don't tell us what you're gonna do, money. We tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna be in jail with Dr. Larry Nasser, and yeah, nah, we ain't gonna let you retire. We want you to coach that team in prison. And I hope while you're doing workouts, you pull a hamstring and you got to go see Dr. Larry Nasser, and he gives you some of that good, good, good treatment. Matter of fact, this goes out to all, all the parents and anybody who received a degree. Michigan State University. We should have never gave them niggas money. All right, Fox, beautiful people. It's another dope episode of the Fat Boys Break Up. But as always, we like to leave you with something positive to help get through your week. I know Valentine's Day is coming up. For many of y'all, that may be Singleness Awareness Day. Man, forget all that. Black History Month, Black Love, All Black Everything. Love yourself, and if nobody else loves you, just know that God loves you. And here at the Fat Boys Breakup, we love you too. The system was never broken; it was built that way. So remember, everything that comes against you for being great, you gotta break those down those walls. Everything that holds you back from getting to your purpose in life, you gotta jump over it. Don't allow the system to hold you down. Don't allow somebody's opinion to keep you bound. Just get out there and be victorious. And we out.